0: Scott Ritchie and I had a chance to discuss how manufacturers, reps, and distributors should work together. In relationship to the distributor and the manufacturer, do you tend to find yourself aligning with manufacturers that kind of have the same philosophy, would you say? Well, I, I think
1: it's, that's, to me, right now is the wild, wild west. And, okay. and the reason why I say it's, it's the wild, wild west is that distributors are, under, I mean, manufacturers are putting distributors under such pressure for market share. It's all about getting those sales dollars, and if if you ask any manufacturer in 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 a private setting, they'd probably say, "Well, we're just not getting the market share that we want because everybody wants more." Mm -hmm. Uh, So they are really, I, I think, evolving as well and piloting programs that are going to bypass the distributor, that two-step distribution. Now, they still need two-step distribution. Someone has to handle that inventory, right? Right. Um, But the models might be different. It might be the manufacturer connecting the homeowner to the distributor to you know, partner with the, with the contractor, because as you can see, they're always on the internet. Now they are, they too are marketing their brands, trying to gain interest from people to buy my brand, buy my brand. So they are going after that internet shopper, which is a bypass Mm -hmm. of the wholesale distributor. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're just Mm -hmm. trying to find avenues as well. Everybody wants to grow more. I think distribution and manufacturing are going to have to find a way to coexist in this, again, another disruption, the disruption of the yeah. internet that benefits both. It might be that we do business a little bit differently with one another, but if we can still keep each other relevant in the game, I think that has to be the, the goal because I don't think you can ever get rid of two-step distribution. I can't see direct selling over yeah. the internet now, only because you look at LTL damage chain, you know, mm-hmm. how many units will go out and be damaged because it's not right. a truckload, you know, those types of things right. that impact the business.
0: And you guys have boots on the ground, right? You have your own territory sales managers and distribution. I mean, honestly, there's the boots on the ground right there. There's the guys out there knocking on doors, creating the relationships, you know, and as we know, the relationships are are just in the key element to this happening for all of us, right? right? I mean, for the manufacturers that go out there and try to go right to the end user, you know, beware because... You're going to miss a lot in between there. That that are, is the support. It's a tough path, right? It, it's a support. It, it is mechanism. a it is
1: a path, but it can't be the only path. Yeah. And I think that that's what they'll they'll come to realize. And I think they do. Uh, like I said, everybody's just trying to find a way to carve out more market share. Um, yet the, what I see in the industry is everybody is working hard. I see rep agencies working hard. I see the manufacturing people. I see the distributor people. Everybody's working hard. We just have a little bit of different ideas of how you, that work should be done to, to go around and gain total market share, the market share that's satisfactory for each other. And uh, that, that's the little bit of the or the you know, Not that it's antagonistic towards one mm-hmm. another. It's just, it, when you have differing appearances, it's like a marriage, you're gonna have some rubs of, of what needs to be done in your eyes, what you see the problem is, and what they see the problem is. And then the solutions sometimes don't always align uh, for each other, but you still have the same game end game in mind and that's growing share. So along those lines, do you
0: find, are your, are your territory sales managers open to riding along with
1: manufacturers reps? Are they different? I mean, do they have different opinions on that? Or We, we, we actually monitor that every month. They have to have at least one ride along.
0: Oh, okay. uh, some
1: guys like, yes, we're hmm. very engaged with, with the reps because, you know, you look at it, as, as, as Plumber Supply, we carry 53,000 SKUs. How can each sales individual be an expert at all of them, right? So we tell our people you have to be a SME, SME, 52% SME. That's subject matter expert, which means you're going to bring an expert with you, but you have enough basis to, to handle some questions. But we like it when our reps go in and, and can educate on their specific products. Then show the alliances with Plumber Supply. These are our channel partners, and they're here to support you on a local level. We're going to do that together. And what we find, you'd be amazed. Our competitors, I shouldn't say, we, we rarely see this happening. But for us, we see stronger alliances with our rep agencies uh, because we, we engage in this activity quite a bit.
0: I'm so happy to hear you say that, because to me, the secret sauce from RN as, a, as reps is working side by side with your territory sales manager. I've seen nothing but good things happen when that actually happens. But, you know, everybody has their own style, right? As a company, you're you're embracing that or, or requiring that. And some right. of lot, a yep. lot don't, honestly, and I think they're missing out. But anyway, I, I, and all the stories, actually, actually, this is how this podcast actually started was because all these stories coming back to me, these guys are all excited. They went out with so-and-so. You know, and, and right. I gotta find a way to record these war stories because they're really good to share with everybody. So that's actually how this came to be. But so to your point with your 53,000 SKUs, up, you know, reps like to complain just like everybody else. One of the biggest complaints is distributors do not like change. They don't embrace new products very easily.
1: I think in general, people don't embrace change. OK, so I, I think it's up to the organization's philosophy on change has to be communicated down, because I think people naturally want to resist change. At Plumber Supply, we look at new products as opportunities. They are opportunities, us for one, to, to be the leader in championing them, all right? It's like, if you're first to the dance, everybody remembers that, okay. then everybody tries to right. follow behind, right? right? And try to catch up to you. Well, while they're catching up to you on that thing, the next new thing came in and you're we're chasing that now, and now we're, we're becoming ahead of them again so i think culturally you have to have a culture that you embrace change as an organization you can resist change as an individual but when you're employed inside the organization your culture has to be we we embrace the change okay i don't care what you do outside personally but here this is what we do so i think that distribution has to establish you know that that culture uh, we're change agents. We're just not going to resist change. We will be the change agent. So to actually, have an open-mindedness
0: about it Absolutely. first of all, and then and then actually turn it into something. We, like you said, you see it as an
1: opportunity. We have we have a uh, monthly uh, new com- new product committee committee that allows oh. vendors to come in, show us new products. Um, they evaluate new products and then they select and say okay these are the new products that we're going to go ahead and 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 try to um introduce to the marketplace so we're all on board you know not only with rough ride-alongs but our, our new product committee that gets together once a month is evaluating requests from every branch manager of because you know reps go into all our branches you know we have 12 locations so they come in they, they show them something new they submit it to the committee then the committee Uh, gets input from all the other branches. What do you think of this? Could you move this in your market? And then they make a decision, yes, and then we start inventorying it. So we're really focused on change and new products, actually.
0: If you like this conversation, please be sure to subscribe. And please check out Scott Ritchie's book on Amazon, Make More Money, 12 Pillars for HVAC Contractor Success.